Hey everybody and welcome to another Quest for Pixels Conversations. It's Playground Chat all grown up. Today is Friday, April 27th, and this is episode 31. I'm one of your hosts, Tony Baker, and I'm joined by, as always, Mr. Sheldon Benedict. How are you, Sheldon? I am fantastic. It is the weekend. And Woo! Friday! My, my boss has gone all weekend, and we're recording the podcast. We got yep. a new schedule for this, and I'm feeling sure good. Do. We do. We do have a new schedule, and this is the perfect time to tell our listeners and viewers at home what our new schedule is going to look like. Uh, we're trying to tighten up the podcast a little bit, make the conversations flow a little better. So what we kind of did is take out the news section. We're going uh, right back to conversations, kind of like what we did before. If there's big news, we can make a conversation about it and discuss it back and forth. Uh, Mike is going to be working on some other projects. Uh, we want to keep that third chair kind of open so we can have more guests come on the show and uh, just some more people just to keep it rotating, keep it fresh. But don't worry, Mike's not dead. You will see him again. He'll probably be back on the show at some point, uh, giving his opinions and giving his disappointed stares and looks at us. <laughs> and uh, it'll be great. But yeah, we're just trying something new, trying to keep it keep it tight. So hopefully you guys enjoy this new format. I think it'll it'll flow a lot better. Yeah, and it's also an addition of content, so that's always nice. Yeah, because we got a lot of things going on. Like, we have a lot of website stuff happening. Yeah. And uh, we got a couple new shows in the works here that are finally going to come out. And we just need more people and more time to do them. So we just, <laughs> it's it just a better utilization of everybody's time if we, you know, spread out a little bit yep. and uh, cover more area and get more, more, more content so we can get more people watching us and more people joining in on the conversations. Get in on it. Exactly. So with that, let's start off with what we've been playing. Sheldon, I'll let you go first because I know you got tons to talk about. I do. Um, so I picked up. Well, I'll start with Far Cry or Fallout. Um, I picked up Fallout Four and I started like my second playthrough because that was the first game I picked up when I got my PS4. That was the reason I bought my PS4. Well, uh, I think my niece borrowed the game. I don't. It disappeared. So. I only I made it almost to the end, and when I played through it the first time, I pretty much just did the story stuff. Well, I picked it up again now on Xbox, and I've been playing through, and I've been doing a lot of the uh, settlement stuff, like because like in the game, like uh, the like Bethesda games, they always have like a bunch of useless crap that you can pick up, like a pencil or uh, <laughs> you know glass or whatever like that. Well, this game they made it useful, so you can break down all the objects into uh, like their simplest form. So if it's a, a cooler, you can break it down into metal or plastic or whatever. Then you use these pieces to build settlements and all kinds of crazy stuff. So I've been doing focusing on that, and so far, um, I've maybe touched on the story. Just a, I don't know, maybe four or five of the main story missions. And uh, I've spent the other 25 hours of the time I've been playing the game just doing settlement missions. And uh, it's really unique to play through it that way because it's uh, let me experience a lot of different stuff. And it's actually made some of the story mission stuff a little bit easier. But uh, so I've been playing that. And then on, oh, what day was it? Uh, 24th or whatever. I picked up South Park. And nice. that game is amazing. Like... It fits so well on the Switch, like, playing it portable, because you pick it up, play around a little bit, and set it down, which is the case with most games, like, you know, but it's uh, a very light RPG, and it's just, I love it. I love South Park, and there's a lot of uh, fan service in there. 
um, stuff from you know the first season of episodes is in there. So that that's been pretty fun. I've probably put ten hours or so into that one so far. That's awesome. I think I'll pull a mic on that one, and once it's on sale, I'll probably <laughs> pick it up. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good game. I think you'd like it. Um, like I said, it's a really light RPG styled game. Um, but it still has quite a bit to do, and like the uh, the it's cool because you get to create your own superhero, which is awesome. And you get which to, like, I do enjoy. You get to like mix and mash like different uh, superhero powers. And then uh, you get to, like, change your character's DNA and make him more powerful and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Um, that's awesome. Do you think someone who didn't play the original could jump in and, and play this just fine? Like, I know they're two separate stories and, and kind of, like, you know, separate entities. But is there – do you get more out of the second one if you played the first one? Or you're kind of okay if you don't? So I did hear – before I started playing it, I heard that uh, the second game – relies a lot on the first game but in it i haven't in in my case i haven't seen that it's only like the first i don't know half hour where you basically pick up where they left off in the first game playing uh like the lord of the rings style type imaginary game and you move from that to um like the coon and friends episodes mm-hmm but most of the stuff that they go back to is stuff you've seen in the episodes in the show. So a lot of the points where they start referencing something is going to be from an episode of the show. They don't reference a lot from the first game. So if you haven't played the first game, you can go ahead and pick this one up and play it. I, I they're, To me, it feels like they are two completely separate things, which is nice because, you know, there's not a lot of... Uh, story-driven stuff because in the first one you play as the new kid and then the second one you're playing as the new kid again but uh like i said you know they have the episodes where they're playing lord of the rings or uh what's that other one that everybody the, the winter is coming uh everybody loves <laughs> uh game of thrones game of thrones where they're, they're playing like that style of game well this one they go from that and everybody decides that they want to play superheroes so you make your character in the style of the uh, the Stick of Truth, where they're playing the other style game, and then everybody decides to quit, and they leave you there, and you have to go find Cartman and make a superhero costume, and then you just pick up from the story and go that way. Nice. So if you haven't played the first one, you can jump into the second one and still enjoy it. And then you said you had something else you were playing too? Yeah, so I picked up... <laughs> A ridiculous game on the switch it's called gal gun now i haven't played a lot of it nice. but it's a it's an anime style game and it is ridiculous so you have this uh like it just starts off <clears throat> pretty much you start off uh just in the game like there's not a lot of leading up to it and like you're sitting in classroom and you're talking to this one girl well then all of a sudden like this I guess she's supposed to be an angel and she comes down from heaven to kick ass and kill demons. <laughs> nice. And uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, like the yokai watch, like the, the backstory of yokai, like, you know, how they possess a person or whatever and make them feel down or whatever. That's kind of the same thing that's going on here, but it's uh very sexualized. <laughs> so you have this like <laughs> Japan, you, you got this love gun and you have to, you have to, love gun. you have to shoot these, these, these gals. You got to shoot them, and uh, you shoot love 
juice at him or something like that. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and you have to you have to shoot him until they enter euphoria. So oh boy. you can about imagine what they're talking about. But it's it's actually really fun. Like um Because you're a pervert, that's why. <laughs> exactly. It's like the whole time I was playing it, like I showed Jess and she just shook her head and walked off. But uh so I did, I picked... you want to play in public or what? <laughs> no, probably with not. With the volume on really with the loud? the volume all the way up because Just when... cranked. <laughs> when they climax and fall to the ground. <laughs> oh, boy. But uh, So I played that one a little bit, and there's two other ones that I picked. It was a big pickup week for me. Um, I picked up Saturday Morning RPG, which came out this week, and I also got... Uh... Oh, it's, it's right here in the chat. His name is... A Robot Name Fight. So oh, yeah. I did. I you picked that, that one up too? Yep. I haven't nice. jumped into either of those yet, but uh, Saturday Morning RPG had a, like, a lot of people had a lot of good things to say about it, so I'm excited to play that one. I kind of forgot about it, because um, that came out quite a while ago. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited to play that one, and then the the robot named Fight, which... Uh, looks uh, like Metroid. Super looks, Metroid. Yeah, it's like Super Metroid, and I am really excited to play that one, so... I was listening to NVC this week and they were talking about that game and mm -hmm. they said that the controls are really tight and that's what I was worried yeah. about the most with a game like that because it has the look but yep. if it doesn't if the platforming doesn't feel tight then it's kind of like what's the point you know to exactly. me anyway. yeah and that's the whole like if you have a game like this and your character's too floaty it's unplayable I mean it's just it'll yeah. just drive you nuts so like another certain game that we still have to review that I don't want to talk about yeah yeah that one sounds touchy <laughs> yeah was there anything else you picked up or is that that was it nope that was about it been a busy week i hear you my week was also very busy i did not get to game as much as i would have hoped this week that's going to change starting tonight and hopefully over the weekend i'm not going to try to work too too much this weekend have a little bit of time at least in the <laughs> evenings to play games uh, i played a little bit of far cry i played a little bit just before we started recording today as well nice but it's just I, i'm having a hard time getting back into that i think i took a little bit too much time away from it there i need to just focus and get those story missions done because yeah. i want to i want to do that do that dlc yeah we definitely need to jump into yours and just plow through those story missions because you're almost there like where we yeah. left off last time we were playing together like you're basically at the end so we just need yeah. to jump in there and plow through it because you have to see the end of that game it's so mm -hmm. good I know. I want to talk about it. Everyone is so like, so many people are like, "Oh, I hate." It. I've heard a lot of people hate it. Like, hate the end. I like They're it. Like, it's... they, they love the whole game up until the end. I think it was Mega Dads it... that said, that, "Like Adam, he just hated the ending. The ending ruined it for him. Like, he did like, not like it." So, like, put it I can't wait way. to see what it is. If you, if it was you in real life, you would have rather died. So I'll give you that. <laughs> Oh man, don't don't, don't. <laughs> no! What a great tease that was. It's like it's like an M Night Shyamalan movie. It's like The Village. Like you're not expecting the end at all. Like it was the okay. furthest thing from That's what enough. you expected. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So I played a little bit of that, but not enough. So hopefully we get to play some more of that. I got God of War queued up. Got it from yeah. Quest for Pixels HQ. Got it queued up here, ready to play. Still haven't jumped into that because I didn't want to jump in like tired and, yeah. and at like nine at night when I have to work the next day and I knew that I'd get sucked in and want to play like all <laughs> night and then be super tired. So I tried not to do that. So I got that ready to go. And I also downloaded that Batman Ninja anime Batman oh, yeah. cartoon that just came out. That's out now. So I'm, I have it ready uh, and ready to watch. Can't wait so to see that. Where did you, where'd you download it from? Is I it like... downloaded it from 
legal services around the globe. Is it okay? Um, let's put this. Way. It is. is it? Is it it's out digitally? Is it out um, in America? Yeah, is you it? can. Okay. Uh, it's on the Google Play Store. If you buy movies off of there, I think it's on iTunes. If you buy movies off there, it should be anywhere okay. you can buy movies digitally. It should be so like Xbox, PlayStation. That's like the first Batman. Like okay, it's the first superhero like. Um, animated series that I've been excited for for a long time. That one looks badass. I, I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, I'm super excited. Like, I've watched, like, three trailers since I've downloaded the movie, and I still haven't watched the movie just because I was, like, <laughs> I, I want to get re-excited. And all the reviews for it are, like, 9.5 out of 10, 10s, awesome. 9s. It's crazy. Like, it's it's getting really good reviews. Awesome. So I'm really excited because they, from my understanding, DC just said, here you go, here's Batman, there's all this history, you know what the character's all about. Then they went to Japan and said, you guys just take it, do with you what, what you want with it within these lines or whatever, and hopefully it's something crazy, and apparently it's going to be something crazy and awesome. So. Dude, that trailer, the first one you sent me when you were you were over in Japan, that one with yeah. uh, the Joker in like, the samurai outfit and everything, I was like, oh my goodness, I have to see this. It looks so crazy. I know, and they got like this aesthetic going on where it's kind of like, there's kind of like future tech, but like, really old like traditional like samurai kind of mm -hmm. warrior stuff going on so it's kind of a blend i don't know, you know how what they it reminds me of that. you know the scooby-doo uh i think it was a movie where they went through it was like the cyber guy where they were jumping through like different uh they're going to like different like they went from like a complete like uh weird like frozen world and then they jump into like the um like ancient japanese mm -hmm. um like that world, but the world has a lot of tech in it, and that's what that the the trailer kind of reminded me of. I can't remember yeah, I what like that the, one was that episode of Scooby Doo was called, but I like that aesthetic a lot because it, it is it to me that is like what Japan is like. Mm -hmm. It's like the, you got a a culture so rooted in tradition, but like such crazy technology all around you. Like I was greeted by a fucking robot <laughs> inside, inside the mall. Just it was weird, but <laughs> awesome. But yeah, so that's what I'm going to be playing this weekend and watching so hopefully i'll have lots to say about that and i've been i've been watching a few episodes of gotham here and there again nice. and man season two is is really good like i stopped um i stopped right in the middle of season two last time and i haven't watched it for a while now it's like up to season four or almost five yeah it keeps getting renewed and everyone's saying that like yeah it's really hitting its stride now and it's really really good and i could see that when i started watching it like the first like six episodes i was kind of like oh they don't really know they don't really have a voice yet and it was kind of like didn't know which direction it wanted to go but it almost seems like they were listening to everything that the fans said and what the fans wanted is what they initially went yeah so i'm excited to watch the rest of that on netflix too so um you know i've been i've watched a couple more episodes of the the kirby anime but I oh, wanna yeah. go, i'm gonna go back to the the first episode and start over again and pay more attention to it dude like i wish the they'd put crunchyroll on the switch because oh, i had man, i had crunchyroll on my wii u and ever since you know we've had that unhooked and moved out of our house stuff i haven't been getting my my fill of anime, anime. fix <laughs> yeah yeah the crunchy roll is a great service mm -hmm. i really like it i guess there was one other thing i played this week <laughs> okay i played a lot of um which is pokemon go and that kind of ties oh, yes. into um i have to lose weight so we've been going on walks and i figured i'd check out pokemon go again and because i hadn't played it since before winter um, and they've done a lot of updates to it and made it a, a way better experience now because like you actually have like they added um, like quests I guess or missions to it 
and like these missions um you can do you can finish you can finish as many missions as you want in a day and you get them from uh the pokestops but uh they'll task you with like catch three poison pokemon or something like that well you can finish one of them a day will give you a reward and after five days you'll get like a, a major reward plus it'll say like it'll give you a random encounter with a powerful pokemon and I finished <clears throat> my first like five day stretch this week, and I ended up getting um, a legendary, which was uh, Moltres. So that was pretty cool. Um, and it's also like there's like two sets of them, so you do the second set, which is more like I guess the story driven part. And that is like you do these and finish them, and that's how you get closer to catching Mew, which they finally added to the game too. But they added it in you know a sense where you have to finish these missions and figure out the lore behind Mew, which is kind of cool. But that's been fun. Um, they the the updates have been really good so far. They should change it to Pokemon Get Up and Go Walk, Fatty. Exactly. <laughs> that's just gonna be for you. <laughs> But... All right, so that's all we've been kind of doing this week, so that's awesome. And uh, let's jump into our discussion topics. Our topics today are brought to you by OPSeat. It is like a latitude cloud for your rear end and the official chair of Quest for Pixels. You. If you're in the continental U.S., head down to OPSeat.com and use Q4P at checkout for $10 off your purchase. And if you're in Canada, you can get a hold of me and we'll work something out and I can get it sent up there. So, Sheldon will drive that. it down personally <laughs> and deliver it to you. I'll just drive up to, uh, I'll just cross the border up in Plentywood, which is only two hours from here, and then I'll ship it up there. there you I go. never thought Perfect. about doing something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that actually does make a lot of sense. All right, first topic is from our good friend Skinny Matt. This is from our Discord, and Skinny Matt wanted us to talk about the new updates to Sea of Thieves that are going to be coming. Sheldon, do you know much about these updates? So... Um, I quickly skimmed over it a few days ago. Um, I had read, like, I'd read the whole thing, uh, what was it, last week or whatever, when Matt had suggested it, and uh, I had it fresh in my mind, and then we did some rescheduling and moved things around or whatever with Quest for Pixel, so I, I pulled it back open, and what they, they're doing is they're really listening to their fans, which is great. Um, most of the stuff that they talked about in, like, their little uh, uh, PSA or public service announcement thing on their website... Mm -hmm. um was you know we've we've listened to you we know what you guys are what you guys want so they are adding um like they're adding new islands new places to go and they're also adding um new mission types and they're changing the reward system okay. so you'll get rewarded like uh, for instance i don't know if this is true or not but for like um an example like say when you take down the kraken there that could possibly you know offer you a reward that way too so um basically they are bringing the sea of thieves world more alive they're they're adding more to it um uh, the new missions is probably what i'm most excited for um they're also adding a new boat at some point which will be kind of cool awesome. i still think i I'm, I'm still hoping that it's a fishing boat because i think fishing quests would be freaking awesome i think it'd be fun to have your your crew go out in this big fishing vessel and like have to work together to run the nets and stuff like that that'd be really cool um, I just got the page open and their website's not working. Awesome. Yeah. They're going to, it says that it's going to be called the hungering deep, I think is, is their first content update yep. and there's going to be new AI threats to the world. Yeah. That was the other thing too. Yeah. They're adding more, more, uh, more AI to the game. Yeah. And they're going to be adding uh, weekly events. It looks like. Mm-hmm. 
and introducing new mechanics to give players new fun ways to play. So that's pretty cool. There, it, it it's nice. It does seem like they're filling out, filling out the game a little bit. First, they were like, "Here you go. This is what we've made. This is like kind of the concept, and this is kind of where." And now they're they're after getting feedback from the community, it looks like they're saying that now this is where we're going. You know. See, and this is what you and I talked about initially, though, when we were playing yeah. it was okay, they put the canvas out there and now they're going to start to fill it in, which I knew when we first started playing it that it wasn't finished. Like, this game is set up perfectly for DLC. They can add just about anything they want to it. Like, I look at it more as, I guess the way we talk about Smash Bros. as a service. Yeah. Um, This game is more of a service like World of Warcraft where you get new DLC and stuff like that. And um, they are able to patch in, um, like you said, weekly events, um, I think we're going to get, uh, like holiday event stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe Halloween, there's going to be skeletons with jack-o'-lanterns, you know, stuff like that. And like Halloween, uh, quests and stuff like that. So that'd be really cool. I'm excited. Like I kind of want to jump back into Sea of Thieves now. Uh, the, yeah, first, me too. The, the first update I think was supposed to be May. Yeah. I think that's what they said in May. And then they're going to do summon summer as well. Yeah. So that's but, pretty good. They they actually have, you know, a plan, which is nice because that was what I was afraid of. If if there was a plan in place and we know that this is gonna like grow, then this game could be great. But dude, if it was just gonna stay the way it was, that's not enough. No, and I'm really impressed with Rare and how uh, transparent they've been with Sea of Thieves. Like, um, their website, which I'll put a link to the website. Um, to these this content update in the in the description but um, even when the game came out they released all the information about why the game was crashing why everything wasn't working what they had to do to make it work um and they've been super transparent on it which is yeah. great so they're rare rare is handling sea of thieves excellent excellently <laughs> yeah it's really nice to word. see excellently excellently <laughs> that sounds like a word i think it is <laughs> It's it's great to see them addressing everything like that, and and they know, they know what players thought about it so far. So you yeah. know, they they're working to, to grow the game, which is nice. So out of all of that, what what content that they're adding are you most excited for? Well, they they said they were going to add a new island, and I yeah. thought that was pretty cool, and I think it's kind of a great idea to something that's going to bring everybody to one spot. And that's kind of what they said before is kind of their idea when they had like, um, like threats, you know, where they have the big, the big cloud in the sky. Like when you go towards that skull in the sky, other, other boats are going that way too, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of like what they want to do. They've, they've noticed that getting people in the same area, that's when the fun interact, like the interaction starts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's where you, you have your chance to, like, oh, I can befriend these people. They could be part of my squad. Or, oh, we can go blow them up. Or we could do Operation Scurvy Dog on them, you know? <laughs> just, just for the listeners who don't know, Sc- Operation Scurvy Dog. But you might have this happen to you from us because it's it's our move. It is, is our move. You load me into the cannon. Sheldon shoots me up. <laughs> I get on your boat, come up, drop the anchor so you can't run away. And then we just... We just take you to town. That's it. <laughs> See, That's it. I hope that they add more, uh, more to the, I guess, the battling aspect of it. Like, let me set their boat on fire, <laughs> or let me burn their sails, or more uh, strategic things you can do. I think that'd be really cool. Because if you could like burn someone's sails, then they can't sail away. 
they can only float. That's true. Exactly. So that's what is, is, is what excites you about that update? Was it the same thing? Kind of the same idea yeah, or what? the same idea. I am excited for this, uh, the new Island and, uh, seeing what they do with it. Mm-hmm. Also the, the, the talk about the new boat. I want to know what they're doing because like, is it going to be maybe, boat. maybe a smaller boat? Like what we, mm-hmm. uh, like the, what's well, not the galleon, the, the little boat that you take by yourself or two people. Yeah. Maybe they'll make a smaller boat that you can take with a full four people, which would be awesome because like, I'd rather play, like I prefer it just you and me when we mm-hmm. take the little boat, the, the little scurvy thing and uh, you know, just fly around because the control and the handling is so much better. But the yeah. big boat does have fun things where you work together, you know, so you have a person that's staying in the front of the boat telling the person steering where to go and stuff like that. That's cool. But I prefer the smaller boat because it feels more efficient. I think they should update the big boat with like uh, small canoes on the side or whatever. Yeah. Those like small little boats, you know, like, like rescue boats. Yeah. So then you could just, if you wanted to park far away from a, well, is it still parking when you're in a boat? Yeah, probably. probably. You just stay, you drop anchor, I guess. You drop anchor far away from the island, then you could get out in your smaller little area and then then you'd have something to run back treasure with too. So you're not trying yeah. to swim with it. So and take, and, take forever. Well, and especially like, okay, so the big boat, naturally you have to park it further away from the Island because you're it, the boat, the, the bow, whatever the bottom of the boat is a lot deeper than the small boat. So you have to park farther away from the Island. And if you're doing something like getting chickens, when you jump in the water with a chicken, it naturally attracts sharks. <laughs> and mm-hmm. if you're looking at it from a real life perspective, big, like uh big pirate ships back then you know like they always had a small boat attached to the side so right i think that'd be cool that'd be a nice addition because like you said you could load the boat up with your treasure you wouldn't have to make such long runs back and forth trying to haul four or five chests back you just throw them in the boat and sail back exactly but that kind of update is probably coming in summer so that won't happen for ages one might even say <laughs> and with that that brings us into our next topic Sega Ages. So yes. over the weekend, when we originally planned to record this, which I think was like two weeks ago, yeah. uh, Sega had a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a conference where they announced some things. And one of the things they announced was Sega Ages, which, in case if you didn't know, that's a palindrome. So it's spelt the same forward and backwards. Ages is Sega really? backwards. Yeah. Oh wow. So you yeah, Sega Ages is Sega Ages if you read it backwards. Nice. Which is pretty cool. But it's it's an initiative, download only. It's going to be 15 games to start, and it's going to be from Sega's catalog uh, of games. And that includes games that are from their home consoles. And they're saying the Dreamcast isn't out of the question. Nice. And arcade games as well. And they're going to be done by M2, who did the fantastic ports, the 3D ports that came to the 3DS. And they do a fantastic job of porting these games. Uh, they've they put a lot of love into it. They're they're like one of the first ones that did like you know, here's the scan lines, here's the extras, here's like the backgrounds on the sides, you know, things like that. And everything they did was was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I'm really really excited to that for that. And I want to know what kind of what kind of Sega games do you want to see come to the Switch? And then after I have a slight bonus topic to add Ooh. to this. Okay, so the first one that has caught my attention. I've never played a game in the series. Um, I kind of want to pick it up. It came out on... I think it came out on Dreamcast first. But uh, it's Fantasy Star. 
And oh, then yeah. on GameCube was Fantasy Star Online. And I might be wrong. I know Fantasy Star Online 2 came out, and I thought it was on Switch in Japan. But I, I think uh, Fantasy Star would be a really fun game. And it was well-received on the GameCube. So yeah. I, th- I don't think it's out of the question for that game to come to America or to the North America, you know, and be released over here. It's probably just a matter of um, uh, translations and stuff like that. Right. Um, another one, so since you were talking about Dreamcast, it reminded me of a uh, Angry Video Game Nerd episode, and it's a game mm-hmm. that I never I never played the, the Dreamcast. Um, I saw yeah. one in real life in my in entire life. I've only ever seen one, but there was a game on it called Seaman. Uh, I was gonna bring that one. Up. <laughs> that game is so weird, but it looks so much. Looks like a lot of fun, but you have to have it's a microphone so, so you can talk yeah. to your semen. Um, <laughs> I guess <laughs> there That's was a weird sentence. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and talk to your semen. Yeah. Um, but I'd say for sure, though, I want Fantasy Star Online because it just it looks like something that's up my alley. I mean, some kind of game that I like. It's a, a deep RPG and very uh, a, a very JRPG game. Yeah. See, for me, I didn't play. I have I've never, when I was looking in, into this topic and thinking about what kind of games I wanted to see come. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I don't. I haven't really played a lot of Sega games, to me be either. honest. Like a lot of them, I haven't see, played. See, and back in the day, I played Genesis. I played because uh, my cousin had a Genesis, so I go over there to play. Let's bring uh, back Vector Man. Remember yeah, Vector Man? That'd be cool. Just like some orby green guy. It was weird. <laughs> um, I always played uh, Mortal Kombat on Sega Genesis because there was blood. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, another one I played a lot of was Shinobi. I like Shinobi. That was right. fun. That'd be yeah, a cool was... one to bring back. I think Crazy Taxi would be a good one. Yeah, Crazy Taxi was fun. But the thing is, like, there's a lot of awesome music in that, and mm-hmm. I know when they redo it, they can't bring the same music because of licensing agreements. Because they've re-released it on mobile, even, and they can't play the same music. Oh, really? Which sucks because the music that yeah, 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 like yep. Offspring music was Hell like yeah. what what made that game like feel the way it did. See, that's the type of game that has to have, like, really upbeat, like, crazy punk music, because, I don't know, it just fits that game so well. Like, I forgot about that game. I haven't played that forever. I played it in an arcade once, too. Yeah. There was an yeah. awesome arcade version of it. And, uh, Jet Set Radio, another game that yeah. I haven't played, but I've heard really good things about and looks really cool. Again, I've that's another one that play the music is about, it, the music is important for that one, so... Um, another one that I have not played. I think it's out on Switch though. Gunstar Heroes. Yeah, that is out on Switch, isn't it? Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like the, it is. I've never played it. It looks really cool, but I don't know if the one that's on Switch is like a remake or if it's like an. I don't. I guess I don't know. I've never really followed. Like you said, I I just was never into Sega. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I played Sonic. I mean, Sonic. The old Sonic games are really good. I still haven't picked up. Uh, the the Sonic game on Switch, which I want to pick that one up because that looks really cool. Which one's Forces or Mania? Mania, not Forces. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like 3D <laughs> Sonic. Sonic shouldn't be 3D at all. No, I agree. Another one I thought of was House of the Dead, and uh, the, that's the the zombie uh, light gun shooter arcade game. But they also had uh, home iterations, and they had a spinoff of it called Typing of the Dead, where you plugged in your keyboard into your Dreamcast, and you could you could type and play really? it's like a teaching typing game so i want that on there too like 
put it put a touchscreen typing on it or whatever. Zombies touch typing. <laughs> yeah, ba basically that's what it was. Virtual Fighters has to be on there. Um, and which, which Daytona. One's which one's Virtual Fighters? Virtual Sounds Fighters. Familiar. They're very. It's it's like Sega's like main fighting series. Oh, okay. Uh, it's an arcade game, but it was also on all their systems, and it's very polygonal looking. Mm -hmm. You'd recognize it if you saw it. Uh, Daytona USA has to be out because that was one of theirs. But more so than that is Outrun. Outrun yeah. is one of my favorite arcade Outrun's games. Good. I love it. And I had it on the 3DS, and they did such a good job with that. You yeah, should... the 3D Actually, Outrun? Did you get that on there? I didn't. I've looked you at should. it. You should. You should get it. Like, it, it is really good. Is it? It's really good. I love it. I play it a lot. Like, even just every once in a while, I'm like, I wonder if I can still beat my, like, because they have, they have a world map that you see at the end of the race, and there's, like, um, path A, B, or C. And while you're driving, you can, if you stay to like the left or the right, I don't remember which way now, it's like, it's all easy. But if you go the other way, it's like, it's more difficult. Yeah. And then you try to see how you can get to each checkpoint in a certain amount of time. And at the end, you see your progress on these maps. And I, I always just like, how far can I get? Can I get a little further? But it's, it's super hard. Like it's a, yeah. it's a difficult game to master. I actually have a quick little story about that too. When I was in Vegas, when I was 21 with my buddy, there was a Sega arcade mm -hmm. um, and they had $2 beers. Nice. So like, you know, arcade games and beers and Anthony is just <laughs> a bad, bad combination or a good one, I guess. And I was just playing that game and I was so drunk. It was awesome. And I like lost my glasses at one point and then found them. And I don't know, it was, it was a big thing. And I found the glasses like in, inside the, like it was an arcade cabinet you could sit in and my glasses were like under the seat somehow and um i just remember high-fiving a lot of people and like having a great time <laughs> won something at the arcade i don't remember how but it was it was fun oh there's another game i pretty it i can't remember the name of it, it came out on uh 3ds and i'd like them if anything just to port it over it was that sega like mashups rpg um no, I don't know. I don't know what, what that one called? is. called? Um, anyways, like you had... It was like Sega and Capcom. Hmm. Um, there was... Like you could get... Like the uh, Street Fighter characters were in it. And I oh, think it was Sega. Yeah, it was Sega and Capcom. I kind of remember that. It was like, it was like a weird name. Like... Um... I almost want to say it was like J Stars or something like that. Something like that. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that'd um, be good. I I think I think it's it's a really cool initiative that Sega's doing here. Yeah. But it brings me into my mini uh, additional topic here. When I saw this, I immediately thought, "What does this mean for Virtual Console yeah. on the Switch?" And to me, I think that nowadays that you know, Capcom, they do their own bundles, mm -hmm. Mega Man Collection, whatever. They can put it out to all platforms and not just have to rely on Nintendo. And they can do it, you know, the way they want to do it. Yeah. Which is smart because, say, if you like Mega Man 1, 2, 3, but you don't like 4, 5, you still need to buy 4, 5. Yeah. You know, so the sales of all of them is high, not just one or two that might be the fan favorites. Yep. And, uh, you know, the, the Capcom's doing... Uh, the Street Fighter collection as well. Like mm -hmm. everybody has their collection. Namco has their collection. You know, uh, Atari. And I think that the the landscape 
to do virtual console is very, very, very different now. Yeah. Because these companies can control their message, put it out whenever they want, and put it out on multiple systems and PC, right? Yep. So I think that when the virtual console comes, it is only going to be Nintendo first-party games. Do you think they'll have like uh, like their second-party kind of published games from back in the day too? Yeah, I think if, if they developed it or if they published it, it'll be there yeah so that's what i was kind of thinking too when you start when you brought this topic up that was the first thing that went through my head is we're going to get virtual console but it's going to be you know it's 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 going to be nintendo virtual console and 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 i don't think the name virtual console is going to come back either i think no like because it's i think it's just going to be like nintendo classics line or something like you know they started that classics line for the minis Yep. And they, they went through all the trouble of like actually making a logo for that. I can really imagine seeing that logo on the Switch and just being like, here's the classic section or whatever. And this would make sense for if they wanted to do even a Netflix-style thing or like a subscription thing because yep. it's their games and they can do it whenever they want, basically. Exactly. Um, and it'll also, like, it makes a lot of sense because it'll make it... Uh, so the you know with the limited run of the uh classic consoles it'll be easier you know they're gonna of course take those games and throw them in their new virtual console service and make it more accessible for everybody to pick those up um do you think so with nintendo kind of reinvigorating themselves recreating themselves do you think we'll see more of a push from nintendo to grab titles that uh they ran into issues in the past trying to grab um stuff that they couldn't because like there was published games but i forgot which one it was that was a big argument but it was a nintendo published game but they couldn't get the rights from the other company because there's something with uh, uh something with the company not existing now and whatever rights mm-hmm. issues but do you think that Nintendo's going to be, you know, they're going to have more of a push to do that because they've been mm-hmm. really catering to the fans? I don't, I don't think so. I think if it's if it's any kind of trouble to them, they're probably not going to bother. I think they would rather have their versions of their games be the be the best version that yeah. you can get, and See, just focus on that. You know, and, and honestly, I think it'll be okay just to have the Nintendo I stuff think so there too. because then they can focus more on it and add the online capability stuff that they were talking about. Exactly, I think that'll it's, make. It's... That's going to make the service well worth it. And at this point, I'm pretty sure you and I both agree it's going to be a service. You're not going to be buying the games outright. You're just going to be buying the service. I think so. So, And we're supposed to hear more about that in May, apparently. Yes. Do you think... Okay, so here's the big question. Do you think that they're going to open up this service, and then just to entice people to grab it, they're going to offer Mother 3 finally? Man, that would be so smart. I like everybody it, would buy that service. <laughs> it makes sense. And even if you look at games like uh, Sea of Thieves, we were just talking about, they were it was the best seller. Like one, it was it was high up there for March. Yep. And um, like, I don't think it would have been there if it, if wasn't, it wasn't on for Game Pass. Game Pass. Yeah. That's an it's an amazing marketing strategy. I mean, it is. And then you get all these people playing your game at once, talking about it. It's like the topic of the week or whatever. Yeah. And everyone's going to be playing it. Oh, that'd be so... Uh, don't say that, man. Like, I want that so bad. I... Well, and what made me think about that was I was watching AVGN, of course. Yeah. And he yeah. did the, the, the Earthbound episode. And it made me want to play Earthbound again. Me too. I was Dude, watching like, that we last should night. Do, 
side topic we should do our uh quest for pixels plays uh yes. we should do we should do earthbound i love we that should game. like we did with linked link to the past yep. that'd be good we should do that oh man they need to bring out mother 3 with that service like launch I, it with mother so many... 3 who what else what other okay say three games right now that you wanted to launch with mother 3 so i want mother 3 <clears throat> yeah i want super mario world with online multiplayer oh, because yeah. they were talking about online multiplayer so and that's something that they could do mm-hmm. um i want those two and Hmm. I want. A, would you want a Pokemon game on there? I don't know. Um, or are you just like I want the new Pokemon. Forget the old. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I want some new Pokemon. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's that's kind of like an on the spot question. There's so many that are like know. rolling through my head. Um, yeah. I like. Okay, so this one's. I don't think it's ever been on there, but uh, Kirby's Avalanche. And okay. it was a Tetris-style Kirby game, and it was a blast. I loved that game. I had it on Super Nintendo. I think that would be a cool one. Either that or the um, original Fire Emblems that they didn't release here. That'd yeah. be cool you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't want them just to release three games. Like, I don't want it to be a slow drip. No. Like, I'd, I'd like there to be at least ten games there's, or something from the start. There's really no reason why they don't go through, pick... <laughs> 10 to 20 games that are already ready they're already I on know, virtual but... console and drop them in there because they're gonna have to have a good amount to justify people paying five dollars or whatever a month for it i i don't know man. but it's I nintendo so i think that's too wishful like ideally i'd like to see something where they're like here's five nes games here's five super nintendo games here's five game boy games here's five um N64 games, here's five GameCube games and five Wii games. Yeah. But that's never going to happen. I really want them to include GameCube games. Oh, man, I really hope when we find out in May we're going to hear... I don't I don't know if they're going to go that far into detail when they talk about it in May or if they're just going to kind of say the basis of how it works, you know? Yeah. They, but either way, it's, either it's, way getting, it's getting really close. Yeah, and, and it has to have Mother 3. It has to. And it's, you know, they confirmed been screaming it. for that. <laughs> I know. They confirmed, you know, September. It's still launching into September. Yep. And we're going to f- find out more information in May. So maybe we'll see then what Virtual Console holds yep. for the Nintendo Switch. Heck yeah. Do we have any other topics to talk about, Sheldon? Um. Oh, yeah, we did. We do. <laughs> uh, so there was a lot of news the last couple of days. Nintendo had their investors uh, meeting. You can go to www.questforpixels.com and read about some of the highlights that we have there. I'll put the link in the description. Sheldon will put the link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but one one thing that came to fruition was uh, when Iwata passed away, Kimishima took over, and they announced that it was going to be temporary. Yep. You know, he's he's a little he's quite a bit older. I think he's like in his seventies. Yep. And uh, it was more like a midterm kind of thing until they found their new uh, president. And they announced that new president. His name is Shintaro Furukawa. I butchered this Furukawa? name. Furukawa? Furukawa? Fur, 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 yeah. Furu, Furu, That's a hard one to say. Yeah, because their R's aren't like R's. They're more like an L-D sound. Yep. So it's like Furu, Furukawa. Kawa. So that's probably what it is. I'm just going to call and... it Shintaro. Sounds like a sweet <laughs> fighting character name. Yeah, I was about to say that. Sounds like a fighting game, game uh, character. So what do you think of this new president? We didn't we didn't really hear much from him. He said a couple of things. 
so, what do you what do you, what are your initial thoughts so about initially him? so i had to think about this because initially i was like oh man i really like kimishima he's done a lot for the company like he's made some really good strides in pulling nintendo out of their funk yeah and then i thought about it i was like but a lot of that was iwata Bro, he, yeah, he had exactly. a lot of that stuff in place and then at first, you know, when you said the name, told me about it, I was like, oh, well, I don't know. And then you told me that, uh, you know, his he grew up playing Famicom in, uh, in that generation or whatever. And he sounds, yeah. he sounds, the way it reminded me of was Iwata. He was a gamer. Mm-hmm. And he had that fun style. Like, that was one of my favorite things about Iwata is that he was a gamer. And he was always a very fun person. And... Uh, I think this guy will have some of those qualities too, but yeah. I think with the steps they've made in the last year or two, um, I think that he has a good idea of where to take the company, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's speculation. What about you? Yeah, so there's something I was going to tell you that I don't know if you know. So his background mm-hmm. is in uh, marketing mostly and i think he was in financial services so quick question on that though it, it said because i saw something about marketing and he was he was like the in-between guy with uh, the pokemon company and nintendo right he was on the board of the of directors for this is what i was going to tell you on the board of directors for nintendo and he was also on the board of directors for the pokemon company nice. for, for quite some time so he has a a strong understanding of of the relationship between you know the Pokemon Company and Nintendo, yeah. which is which is really good, and he's also forty six years old, which is much younger than most of the presidents. Yeah. When Iwata started, he was forty two as mm-hmm. a president, and um, the Kimishima said that that was a conscious decision because they wanted someone who would be more in 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 touch with what's going on, and yeah. and it's 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 symbolizing a whole change, I think, yeah. in Nintendo. You know, you, well, even uh, Tezuka, Kim, uh... Tezuka. He, yeah, he is taking more of like an advisory role now. So it seems like all those well, it's uh, people cool. who've been making the games forever are kind of stepping aside and letting all the new guys kind of make their games. Because apparently, like Odyssey's team was a lot of new, younger guys, mm-hmm. and Splatoon's Even... teams one and two were both really young guys too, right? Yeah, like Splatoon. I th- I'm pretty sure that came like the first initial idea of Splatoon came from yeah. just a group of new developers. Yep. Um, which is cool because we've seen a lot of awesome stuff come from these new guys. And, yeah, you can uh, check it's out always... www.questforpixels.com uh, and yeah. check out that article. Um, even uh, Breath of the Wild had a lot of new developers working on it. Yeah, um, well, it's, it's... it's symbolizing a new Nintendo. Yep. And it's these people who grew up playing Nintendo, loving Nintendo. And they're, they're like, they're basically like, it's like us if we yeah. were to, you know, work at Nintendo and have, you know, talent to make games. You might say if we ran Nintendo. <laughs> no, you don't <laughs> say that around here. Rest in peace, Bobby. Rest in peace, Bobby. Um, but yeah, like that's that's kind of the feeling I get. Like someone who has a fresh perspective but still is rooted in that nostalgia. You yep. know? And at first, when because this was like last year, well, before the Switch came out, when they really started talking about, you know, the changes they were making. At first, I was kind of nervous because it's like, well, I still want, you know, Miyamoto making my games. Yeah. He's made these games my entire life. But he's also been the one, you know, like he's had his group. It seems like each one of them, like uh, uh, Miyamoto had a group of developers that, you know, he handpicked and trained. 
And same thing with uh, Ta- I can't ever say the, his name, the Mario guy, yeah. Ta- Tezuka. 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 He had yeah. another group that you know, and now these guys like Tezuka and Miyamoto are all moving up into like the creative director or whatever that new position that they made. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they're above all these guys, but they're just really you know turning them free and letting them create things like Arms, like uh, Splatoon, and we're seeing really cool stuff come from them. I'm I'm yeah. really excited to see what nintendo like because it's it's changing but it's not really changing it's it's basically like they jump back into the snes era where they were you know at the top of the mountain and they were doing awesome crazy stuff and new new people or new games new ips were coming out and yeah it feels like it feels like a rebirth not even like a you know it's not a comeback it just feels like i don't know it'll be really interesting to see what happens with e3 yeah that's going to be a real like indicator of so do you think since they have um the uh shintaro moving up to president that we're going to get a stage presentation at all no 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 that's that's already been set in stone i think yeah it's not gonna it's gonna be the same thing the video presentation they announced that yesterday video presentation on june 12th and then they're gonna do three days of uh treehouse coverage like they did last year yeah which yeah. I'm fine with. Like I actually prefer I like that. that. <clears throat> yeah. And and you know what? They announced Metroid Samus Returns on that Treehouse Live thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even in the main presentation. So I wouldn't be surprised if they kept like the majority of it switch and then for any little extras, that's where you would find it. Yeah. On the treehouse stage. But uh, I think we're gonna I think we're actually gonna do our predictions, uh E3 predictions show next week because yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's getting too close, out. and I want to I want to talk about it. I'm too excited, and everyone's starting to do their predictions. And I was listening to uh, NBC, and they actually stole a couple of my predictions. And I was like, "Damn it, we should have recorded it first. <laughs> um, the other thing too which, about uh, Shintaro is he has um, he can speak English. Yeah, fluent so, English, so yep. he could be someone bringing it directly to us. Exactly. You know? That'd be uh, exciting re- to see a, him. A rebirth of the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, so I'd be, be cool. excited to see that. But that is all for that topic. We are going to do some shout-outs for the community. These shout-outs are brought to you by patreon.com slash questforpixels. If you want to get down on the uh, the ground level with some new content, you want to be part of some content, go over there and support us if you can. It costs like less than a Starbucks latte to yeah. support us for the month. And you get some really cool stuff. Yeah, so all you have to do is cut off cut out one cup of coffee a month and you can help support us which you should do anyway you know guys exactly. i'm i'm really thinking about your health here and yeah you need like to that, you need to drink less caffeine you, you gotta $5. get healthy with me <laughs> yeah exactly sheldon needs the help guys <laughs> but do you have any shout outs for the community yeah so we got a new editor since the Woo! last time we recorded uh yes, joey splats uh which he's he's pretty uh he's pretty outspoken on uh twitter so i think most yeah. people um, in the uh, Nintendo community has heard of him or seen something he's posted before, but uh, he's been bringing down the house over on Quest for Pixels website. Him and uh, him and Joel have just, man, they've been pumping out awesome content over there. Yeah. So uh, he's uh, now editing on the website, and uh, we are also featuring the 3-Bit Losers, so uh, their their podcast will be up on the website every week just a kind of a little cross promotion there with them um 
yeah, I just I have to push the the website. Like it's really becoming something cool. Like the next yeah. next week, you know, I'm gonna be doing some editing on it, making it a little bit more user friendly. So uh, make sure you're checking it out throughout the week and seeing the updates. And there's new content almost every day. Um, some yeah. days, some days there's four or five new things that get put up there. Yeah, that's right. And uh, we have some reviews coming up there real quick too. We got a few more codes from some devs that were nice enough to. Uh, give us some codes for some games to review. Ooh. So we're going to be putting up some reviews pretty soon. Also, um, I've talked to uh, two different indie devs that are, um, they're in the process of, of uh, developing their games. So the the one is, I, I believe it's Two Dogs, uh, Two Dogs uh, Game Development. And they are working on a new game, which uh, I, I believe it's still under embargo right now. Um, they didn't want uh, me to say too much about it, but there will be a um, a interview with him that we will have up in podcast form. So uh, we're just uh, kind of, I just talked to him about the interview today. So we'll be working on that. Also, there will be a lot of promotion for this other game, which is under embargo for another few days. Actually, it's today. Nice. So, so uh, next week we'll probably talk a little bit about that, but you guys can look forward to seeing that. They're both brand new games. Um, they're really just coming out of the gate. So and they're both for uh, the one is strictly PC and the other one is uh, PC and PlayStation, I believe. So nice. And I wanted to give a quick shout out to somebody who might be listening. He is going to possibly jump on the. Uh, he wants to be part of Quest for Pixels. I didn't awesome. even tell Sheldon about this yet, but he wants to hot do takes. some hot takes. You guys getting it here first. This is Scoop. Uh, he wanted to do some writing for us. He's been looking to try to dip his toe into some uh, enthusiast game journalism, which we do. Nice. And uh, I was talking to him about it, and he was really, really excited. So you might be able to see him. He has one of the best copperest beards in the business. <laughs> uh, his name is, I was going to say Sheldon Benedict. It's Eldon. His name is Eldon. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, so he might be joining us too. So shout out to him and shout out, quick shout out to Matt Hayes. He is uh, someone I speak to over Twitter over at, I believe it's Comic Book Now, and they also have WWG, which is their sister site. Um, he just gave me some good advice on Twitter and, and helped me out with some stuff. So nice. just a quick shout out to him. Awesome. All right, guys, that's it for today. Uh, if you want to keep your eye on everything that Quest for Pixels is doing, which I suggest you do, go to www.questforpixels.com. Uh, make sure to like, share, subscribe on Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff. Twitter handles, what are they, Sheldon? You can find us at Quest, the number four, Pixels on Twitter. And same thing on Instagram. Facebook is Quest, the number four, Pixels. And you can catch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash quest, the number four pixels. And on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash quest, the number four pixels gaming. Nice. And uh, you can find me at Nintendo poking around on Twitter. And me at Tony Baker, 87 on Twitter. Awesome. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Sayonara. Sayonara.